to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. And maybe that's where we bond. <laughs> That's what makes it so funny. Hello, welcome to episode 272 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Pretty certain we're uh, 100% coronavirus free at this point in time. Yeah, and... We will see how we go. It's interesting because it's like... I think the thing is, we ass- we've all got to assume that we're going to get it at some point, right? 70- in the next five years, let's say. Okay, yeah. Like, I'm not going to say 100%, but virtually 100% of people are going to have it. Most people, it's not going to really affect, Well, they reckon right? 70%. So, well, see, my biannual, or that's not twice a year, but that's once every two years. Is that biannual? I always get it wrong. Uh, yeah, because annual's one. Yeah. So, so biannual. Right. Is Whatever. either twice a year or it's, it's one oh, yeah. every two, every else. two years. I see my parents in person. I think I'm going to have to up that uh, for their benefit. Delay that. Oh, so delay I might, it. I might give them uh, two, three visits off. So six years, and I can go and see them again. That doesn't mean I have to ramp up the phone calls. I still think the one one year phone call. The works, one a year is works. that like at Christmas? But it's or- all for them. That's for their benefit. Yeah, given yeah. the coronavirus just saying i'm sure it is. <laughs> so you've been you've been keeping up with what's what's been happening today with the coronavirus eh? uh no 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 probably oh. not so trump's closed all borders all european people can't go into the u.s for the next 30 days really holy he's crap. done a, he's done a presidential conference thing whatever you call it and he said, oh, initially it said something about London might be okay, but the rest of Europe, nah. So it's put everyone in turmoil for Why travel is plans. London okay? Well, like, London's that, like a main venue, you know what I mean? Well, like, like I said, that's what it said initially, but I don't know. I didn't read into he's it He's probably much. making it up on the spot, is what you're saying, and so nobody knows what's happening. <laughs> and when you're, when you're this virus and anyone can get affected, Chris, who's the first celebrity it goes after? Kevin Bacon. You'd hope it would be... No, not Kevin Bacon. You'd hope it was someone real bad, like Harvey Weinstein. He just got 23 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. No, let him suffer in prison. I no, Tom Hanks and his wife. Oh, really? Yeah, but- they're in Australia. Uh, so, so there's an Elvis Presley movie or something? I don't know, but they're in quarantine now. Oh, wow. Okay, uh, NB- NBA shut down, so Stephen Adams' team's in quarantine. Oh, shit. So everybody's getting it. Oh, wow. Uh, excuse me, I have to cough. <coughs> I'm sure that's just psychological, though. <laughs> you say that, but is it really? Yeah, well, I coughed uh, away from you and, well, not into my elbow, but anyway, I should think about that. I, I just wanted to uh, do a shout out to our patrons. We don't do this as often as we should. No, so, we don't. A uh, big thank you to Quentin, Jeremy, Adam, and Jared for supporting the show. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Very good. Liam, feel free to add your name again. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Oxley, you got a new job. Yeah, you know yeah, what to yeah. do. <laughs> All good guys. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, that's cool. What have we got today? Uh, the scooter trial that's been happening here in Hamilton's been extended for another six months. Um, oh, so the lime thing was a trial. Yeah, Is that yeah, what you're yeah, talking yeah. about? So yeah. they're going to add another. I don't know. They're going to make it up to a thousand now or something. I don't know what it was before. Anyway. But they've also said that 
They've looked at some weird council bylaw they had a couple of years ago, and they've now said, oh, actually, skateboards are okay now in town, because it's a mode of transport. So they've had this weird shift. Because before that, it was just scummy skateboarder, hippie people, wreaking havoc everywhere. Now, it's all about alternative transport solutions. Yeah. That's true, though, actually, because the the skateboard generation are all, like, 30. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I... I don't I think there's young people playing on skateboards like there was when we were young. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I can't say I've come across too many skateboarders, to be honest. Exactly. So, yeah, the, the ones that are, oh, skate or die, man, they're all freaking Keanu Reeves' age. Um, oh, real real quickly, there's a, a, a tweet from OJ Simpson, I think it was, uh, in, about the uh, coronavirus. Oh, God, because he's discovered Twitter and he's been saying all sorts of crap. And people are like giving him shit and saying, dude, you want to keep your head down because you're just like. No, he's crazy. Yeah. So he goes, coronavirus, who's afraid? And he's standing outside of Costco and he's got a huge pile of toilet paper and a face mask on and all sorts. And this guy replies and goes, statistically, I may have a better chance of being killed by you than the virus. (laughs) Yes. Suffocated with toilet paper by O.G. Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Loera Acosta. I meant to, meant to mention this in the last episode, but I, I we didn't get to it because we were a bit... Um, busy. <laughs> but busy. Have you heard of him, Loera Acosta? 25? No. Formerly an influencer and director of marketing and a design company, posting about marketing and business. His YouTube account, which... Um, describes us as an entrepreneur, bears the tagline, I think the mind is the only thing that limits us. He's a YouTuber, basically. Where's he uh, based? Mexico. Okay. Yeah. So he he took gave speeches, took part of the World Congress of yeah. Young Leaders for Peace um, and stuff. Uh, you know good what he's guy. known for at the he's moment? He's a good guy. I'm th- I've got a good feeling here. He's good. <laughs> Yep. He's no fun. What's he done? He's just been convicted for kidnapping a woman in this Mexican state of Chihuahua and been sentenced to 50 years in prison. He didn't, like, live stream it, did he, or something? No. No. Um, Abraham Loera Acosta is his full name, was Mm. one of six men who seized a 33-year-old lawyer and forced her into a car. Um, They held her at a house rented by him. And de- demanded a ransom of two million pesos, which sounds great, but it's like one hundred and three thousand US. So that's what one hundred and fifty, one hundred and sixty thousand New Zealand, something like that. Yeah, split between six of them. Yes, yeah, uh, <laughs> math is not their strong suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the woman was rescued by police two days later. Well, so that's good. I'm glad she was that's, rescued. That's pretty impressive. You know how you know, like Mexico has so many murders, like yeah, yeah, thousands, tens of thousands oh, of murders yeah. a year or whatever. But you know, somebody gets um, um, <laughs> kidnapped. You got to assume it's by amateurs if they're YouTubers and stuff. And uh, no, there's no detail about how they found him and whether it was a thing. But he did. Um, he was the one that was talking to the cops about the ransom and that. Described uh, Luero Costa at the time as a very experienced person who, in internet communication who tried to use the internet to con- establish the conditions of the kidnap. Obviously screwed it up, and that's how they found him. But he added, Bitcoins were traceable at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm sure. Not it was, sure about that. I'm sure it was that that did you in. But yeah, so what a loser. What a loser. Anyway, moving on. There was this uh, interesting fact I saw yesterday. Do you know what colour tennis balls used to be when they first came out? 
I'm not that old. Maybe. I don't know. No, I've never seen one. I can't remember ever seeing one. But I, I've only ever seen green ones, right? Yes. So when well, they, I think I've seen purple one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they first made them, they were yellow, uh, white. Sorry. They white. came out as white. And there was a thing going around the internet, and it says it wasn't until Sir David Attenborough realized that it would be hard to follow on a color television screen. So he said, we've got to make him yellow, and it's optic yellow for the, you know, track the thing. But it turns out that's not the actual real fact. David Attenborough doesn't have anything to do with it. Well, that's what I was going to say. What does David Attenborough have to do with tennis? No, David Attenborough has a lot to do with TV and the technology that was used at the BBC. Oh, okay. There was something else. I can't remember. I couldn't find the fact. There was a follow-up thing, and apparently he did this other thing with the BBC um, with the equipment. And he was like, it almost seems like he was advising them, sort of. So sort of. But but that wasn't true. A guy called Mike Davies actually did it when he was running the World Championship Tennis in the U.S., they started with white, then they moved to orange, and then he went to yellow so then the TV cameras could follow it better. Right. And, and what, what colour is the court they're playing on? Oh, yeah, I'm assuming it was a green. Blue? Oh, maybe. Because they do a lot of blue now. But I don't know if that was what they did then or yeah, whether it was just like asphalt, like yeah, could black or grey, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know. Okay, no, good call, good call. Just if you hear that fact... But yeah. David Attenborough, you're wrong. You know, you know, you know, you get the real facts from the Chris and Sam podcast. Hamilton's when, number one lifestyle podcast. Hamilton's number one lifestyle podcast. Glad to see you you taking that on board. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's me taking it on board. Uh, uh, welcome to Janet. I'm sure you're listening now. Hi, well. Janet. <laughs> welcome. I'm Sam. <laughs> yeah, you'll get to meet soon. Oh, did you meet the other day? You did, didn't you? Did I? I yes. don't even know what we're talking about now. Okay, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Have you heard about the Ding Talk app? Like, this cracks me up, this story. Don't read it. <laughs> I don't want to tell you about it. You've no, never, no. You've never heard of Ding Talk? Uh, I, I think I've heard of the story, but I've never heard of Ding Talk. Right, right, right. So, um, in Wuhan, China, obviously the epicenter for the coronavirus, all that sort of stuff, um, the kids have been staying at home. They're not allowed to go to school. Yes. And so they've been having t- tele lessons and... Um, the uh, the teachers have been sending them homework using an app called Ding Talk, yes. which is doing all right. Until the kids realised if that app got enough one star reviews, it'd be removed from the app store. Yeah, it's pretty cool, eh? <laughs> so overnight, thousands of reviews uh, flowed through. And the app's uh, rating went from 4.9 to 1.4, and the app was removed. <laughs> Proving that kids all over the world, doesn't matter what nationality they are, they're all the same. Little shits with brains. And um, you just got to feel sorry for that TikTok app owner. Oh, what happened to your app, bro? Bunch of kids. <laughs> That's right. But you know who you shouldn't, you know who you shouldn't feel bad for? Who? The New Zealand tech company called Kami, Kami, K A M I, Kami, Kami. They're helping more than fifty schools worldwide stay educated during the coronavirus, and they're picking up as so many customers. They're just like going mm-hmm. up thing. They've already got Hong Kong, American, Canadian, and Vietnamese uh, students. If you write a document from scratch, you could use Word, Google Docs, or PowerPoint. But the classwork obviously usually starts with an existing document. So what they do, apparently, uh, instead of printing or copying these, handing them out, because you can't, 
you open a document in this kami and then it'll snapshot it and then you use text and drawing tools to like present it to the students. Doesn't sound uh, amazing. Yeah. Well, it doesn't sound groundbreaking, but they've obviously uh, managed to scale it. Yeah. That, so that's, that's the trick, key. I think. That's the key. It's so going- they've been inundated. Now, it says here that there's some New Zealand schools asking about the potential because if the schools in New Zealand have to close down due to this, um, they immediately offered to help free of charge for this one school. Yeah. And this guy made a decision straight on the spot that we are going to help out because this is bigger than us. Um, but I assume they're charging the overseas people. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they will. Um, and this dude sort of, if you squint a little bit, he sort of looks like um, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. Very quickly. Yeah, very quickly. Glasses and teeth. Yeah. Um, just on that, because I heard this, I think today or yesterday, um, semi-related, but there's a whole, one of the biggest um, winners out of China right now is the, um, oh, what do they call it? The teledoctor. There's a word for it. Um, tele doctor. Basically, when you you, you oh, get yeah, diagnosis yeah, yeah, yeah. over yeah, yeah, yeah. online diagnosis cool. and all that. So what had happened is um, actually for the SARS, this guy had a, a chain of um, consumer electronic stores. Oh, yeah. And when SARS happened, which is what five years ago now, yeah, something like that. something like that. Um, he he was busy developing online marketplace. Yeah, and he went. This is it. I'm doing it right now. Closed all the stores and went all online. Yeah. And SARS thing, because some of the sort of stuff was happening. Everyone's staying home. And now his company's worth billions, right? Yeah. And it's a huge um, thing. JD something. Okay. Uh, it's called over there. And so now he's got JD Tele. No, there's another word for it. But anyway, Tele Doctoring. And, um, and that's taking off right now. And um, yeah, so. What happened recently in China, too, was because they're very online. You know, they use WeChat or whatever yeah, to pay for, for everything. everything yeah. yeah, and they pay it all, Alipay and all that. So um, recently the government said, oh, yeah, you can do prescriptions online. You don't have to go to a pharmacy. So that's already bumped it up. Oh, wow. So they're already earning billions of dollars. So that's interesting. But that shows sort of that, you know, while a, a virus can can decimate some you know, travel yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, that's it right. can also help a lot of other things. So there's always an opportunity Well, there's somewhere. some bookstores using some food delivery services to get the books to people apparently somewhere. And there was an entrepreneur thread on Reddit and this guy goes, I don't know if it was his company or his friend's company. I'm delivering toilet paper. No, <laughs> no. It was commercial cleaners have ramped up. One guy got a six-month contract for a business and it's a massive office block, and they're doing a deep clean once a week for $15,000 once a week just for this one building. Holy crap. Um, Because I could see, you know, we want you to come and um, do the banisters on the staircases three times a day. That would make sense, like, you know, if if it's one of those busy buildings. Because if you look at the stats of the um, virus and stuff now, China's almost got nothing. Yep. And Italy's through the roof. They had two, over 200 people die yeah. in the last 24 hours. And Italy and, and places like London and Spain and France feel like they're like a week behind Italy. So yeah. they're watching Italy really closely yeah. and they, they, they're expecting... Because yeah. one of the... Well, the online comments was basically because the Asian countries went through SARS, they just... Those photos of those guys disinfecting that market, all the army guys, there's like yep. hundreds of them just spraying everything in sight. 
Yeah. Whereas the rest of the Western world is just sort of sitting back going, meh. So, uh, but that whole drive-through thing, I mean, it's old news now, but the more I think about it, the more I'm like, that's genius. Um, so the drive-through testing, you drive into the first um, first uh, yes, tent. that's right. right. You, they give you a questionnaire and, and sanitize your hands. Yeah. So you're not about to pass a con- contaminated yeah, yeah, yeah. S- survey back. Um, then you drive from one thing to the next. So- you go, well, isn't that just a gimmick? But no, it means you're not. If you are, um, if you have got it, you're not infecting anybody else because you're in your own car. And if you haven't got it, you're not sitting in a waiting room with three other people that have it and 20 other people that don't and, and getting it there. Yeah. You know? So it makes a hell of a lot of sense to do this drive through um, process. And, you know, we should all, like all the Western countries, should be. Uh, modelling that because I think that makes a lot of sense. So our Prime Minister's come out and just said that she's going to uh, there's going to be more travel restrictions for New Zealand after this uh, announcement from the US. So Well, we'll okay. see. Yeah, again, uh, don't get too paranoid and I don't get the toilet paper. No, thing. you need heaps of it. Get as much as you can, cause fights, buy all of it. <laughs> there's currently a limit. What? Get your advice from Hamilton's number one lifestyle podcast, the Chris and Sam podcast.com. Hey, uh, we should post some notes. Actually, I might make up some. Oh, I'm going to do that. Gonna- <laughs> I, don't want you to- I don't know if you do. I'm going to make up some little icons that sound helpful, but they may not be. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. there's two um, limit of two disinfectant type products across the whole range at uh, Countdown was the sign. You can't buy any more than two. Yeah, we've got a limit on two. Uh, and you have to have a card now to go to Gilmore's and buy anything. You have Do to you? have your, your membership card. So we sort of had that in the background, but we really didn't care. No. If, unless you're getting age-restricted. So, so what I'm hearing alcohol. is if I need something, I have to get you to get it for me. Yeah. Yep, Good. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, no, it really is. Um, and it was apparently – it was crazy. Uh, so two weeks ago, they had the big panic buy. They closed down Gilmore's um, – Manukau and North Shore. And it was the police that asked them to close down. I didn't realise what was going oh, on. Oh, I thought they just... No, because the traffic had backed up so much, it was hitting the motorway. Oh. And it was affecting that. So they asked them to shut down. They closed How... the gates and people were climbing over the gates. Oh, I wish there was some more... Oh, I want to see footage of I know, I know. I heard this this afternoon, actually. And then um, he said there was rice in the racks and they'd clean the rice out. And people are climbing up the racking to grab 20 kilo yeah, bags of right. rice. Just grab it in one hand, like, easy. Yeah, and we're talking, Sam knows how big my racking is at, at Gilmore's. It's like three stories high. Yeah, it's the way to do it. How did he die? Well, he fell on his head and a bag of rice landed some, on him. Oh, he was just walking past and some idiot. That's right. <laughs> tossed a bag o- of 20 kg. August of rice. the 3rd, Chris. Do you know what's happening August the 3rd? I do, because I went to add the same, same story, actually. Oh. Go, tell me your facts. No, you, you go first. So the commuter train from Hamilton to Auckland is finally going to open. Hopefully it's actually going to open and they're not going to just have a ribbon-cutting ceremony and open it four weeks later. <laughs> the expressway. That is a reference to the expressway, which I get to drive for the first time tomorrow. I'm driving it Saturday. I'm up to Kumu. But, uh, yeah. So it's going to be 80 minutes from the base to Papakura. Uh, but it's going to be two hours and 20 minutes if you want to get from the base to Auckland Central. Yeah, so you've got to cause you've do the do change. change. Uh, 150 passengers at the moment with four carriages. They're going to have Wi-Fi, air conditioning, heating, USB points, cafe, bar, and toilets. Two return services a day. Yeah. 
and one on Saturday. $12.20 one way. So, hmm. Your thoughts? Oh, it'll be interesting. They reckon that the, they're going to have the first, well, one of them's going to make it so the workers in Auckland can get there on time, whatever that means. I, Did you want it to go faster, Chris? I, 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 I've said it before. I'll say it again. The half-assing it. You either get a full thing that you've got. We've got to train every forty minutes. If you, if you did one every hour, we could do that to start with. Not two services a day. You I thought two I mean? services was pretty good to start with. The problem is they're using existing lines. Yeah, and in that article, it also said we're hoping that we, we've set a. A deadline, a yeah, line right. in the, that that Drawn date, in the sand, yep. yeah, in the sand. But we probably won't have it all ready at that time. What does that mean? Does that mean you've only got two carriages? Does that mean there's no <laughs> Wi-Fi? Does that mean it's? I think what they were <laughs> referencing was they're going to not have the all the stops done because there's a delay for three elevators. You need some elevators for some reason at the base. But at Frankton, it's accessible. At Frankton, you can just roll on to the train. Uh, at Frank, uh, at I guess it's the base, they need three elevators and they've had a delay. So right. that's going to stuff them up. And then the Huntley station's being done up and there was a photo of the Huntley station. Now, the Huntley station is a very, very loose term. It looked like <laughs> a weird little bus shelter and that was it. And it was right next to Anyway, they're sorting yeah. all that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. We will see and uh, I think we're going to have to go on a trip. Oh, <laughs> we will take the roaming mic and we'll interview I, people on the train. Well, I was thinking about that, but it could annoy some people. I'm not sure. We'll I, see. I'm, I'm willing to do that. We'll wear our T-shirts. People know we're legit. Oh, ass. wear a T-shirt. You're legit. <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> we, uh, we've got the thing. We've yeah, got the legit, cards. We've, yeah. got the, we've got the mic with the little flag around it. We're legit ass. We're legit ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, this Dutch boy genius has built an interceptor. Have okay. you heard about him? I talked about a Dutch boy genius a while back, hey, in another episode. Do you remember? Not at all. Oh, really? No, I oh, know. No, no he had a huge talk about it. What did he invent? Was it this? No, no, he did. He finished his master's degree at 12 or 13 or something. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. I, I just wondered if it was the same guy. Anyway, carry on. I don't, oh, I don't, I, I don't know. know anything about this. Yeah. Oh, on. so this. And it says young. I don't know how old this guy is. It just says he's young and Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> so he was famous apparently for cleaning up some garbage in the Pacific. Oh, is it the guy that made that um that that robotic um sweeper net thing? Well, no, well, uh, maybe, but now he's going after the world's rivers because that's responsible for 80% of the trash that ends up in the ocean. Yeah. Um the interceptor looks like that. Oh, I've seen that. It's a big floating um, trash collector, but it automatically moves, and it's got six dumpsters in the back, and they can monitor it by an onshore crew. It can, at full steam, this thing can extract 100,000 kilograms of trash per day. Per day. I've actually seen, I think on Facebook, uh, an image of that working. Like, they had the camera go on the track. Like, the camera went up and and got dumped. It was pretty cool. He wants to have uh, a thousand of... uh, Wants interceptors on all thousand of the worst polluting rivers by 2025. It's scalable, easily manufactured, and that's going to deploy them everywhere. 
Yeah, so um, for those listening and not having the benefit of visuals right now, it's a conveyor belt, a yes. conveyor belt, a little bit like an escalator, but you know, a ribbed conveyor belt, like a mining one if you've ever seen yeah. which one of those mining shows. But it's on a floating pontoon. So the floating pontoon floats or, or, or moves up the river, I forget, um, and all the trash just gets pulled, uh, shooted towards this thing. Obviously, the water flows underneath, and um, the trash is picked up on, on this the, conveyor belt and dumped into a dumpster. The ocean cleanup people are looking to lobby different governments, and you can nominate your river, uh, which and you can describe how you, and you know uh, get one on your river. But you can become an operator and just cruise around on this thing. Also, this is interesting. If you donate fifty bucks to keep the interceptors and ships operating, you're guaranteed to receive one of the first recycled products. That's going to be made later this year and announced from this rubbish. So the rubbish is being used to reci- re- recycle. Imagine that. Stuff. What's that's this? Cool. Oh, it's a syringe that, made that, out that, of that, other that. syringes. <laughs> that cup that you're drinking out of. Yeah. It was <laughs> made <laughs> in nappies. <laughs> yeah. um, actually, uh, I wasn't going to. Oh, I, I think I did write it down. Yeah. The European Commission is looking to create new laws on products at the moment. And I just wanted to ask you this because I wanted to get your take on it. Because they're saying we're in a far too consumerist society, right? Yes. So if you buy the latest iPhone, you're buying one every year and do you really need to? Yeah. So what they want is to make a set of laws like uh, things have a minimum lifespan. Yeah, I've heard this. I think the French are pushing for it a lot, aren't they? Yeah, it's a European Commission thing. So yeah, everyone in Europe, I think, is going through it. And the other thing is it needs to be able to be repaired. So instead of That's gluing right. things together, to you've got, repairable. To, put, you got yeah. to put screws in. What, right. So what do you reckon? What do you think? Do you yeah, think because that that's would- how it used to be. Pretty old washing machines that people on Trade Me are picking up old lawnmowers, washing machines, and old stuff. They won't touch any of the Our new old stuff. Old dryer. Yeah, old dryer. Could, yeah. Rebuild it and then just sell it off. Yeah, and it's fine. And it stays working. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I think it's good. But I don't know how well the big... Corporations will like that. No, no. But in saying that, if you really wanted to repair a iPhone, you can repair an iPhone. Yeah, but you do need a whole but bunch of tools. They do make it difficult. On yeah, purpose, yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. I, and oh, so oh, there, oh. there's a bunch of things where they're going. Well, hang on. What about my warranty? I'm not doing a three year warranty on this product if my consumer. Just Joe Blow average is, is sticking a screwdriver in it and testing things. So for all the which overs- is fair enough. That's right. But for all the overseas listeners uh, listening to us, we know you're out there. We have a thing here called the Consumer Guarantees Act, and a lot of other places don't have that. And when we buy something, it's expected to last a reasonable lifespan of that product. And it could be out of warranty. It could be out of anything. And this thing covers a ton of stuff. So they sort I didn't of realize it. I didn't realize it covered uh, lifespan. I always thought it covered it's up uh, to, fit for purpose at the time you bought it. But it's up to them to decide what a reasonable lifespan is. But if you brought a washing machine and it blew up after two years and they won't replace it or repair it, because uh, I think they have to offer to repair it first, and then after that they may replace it. But after that, you can go to Consumer Guarantees Act people. And uh, they will say, actually, you know what? Washing machines should last longer than two years. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it works really well. And that's why we you should not buy an extended warranty for anything. In New Zealand. You, pretty much. Yeah. There's no point. Yeah. So there good, we go. Good, cool. Good, cool. Nice. I learned something. You've Sweet. got uh, something about this accent of old Greta. Oh, yeah. Is this because so, What's-His-Face no. got pranked? Yes. 
It's exactly that. I just saw the headline. I don't know really what was going on. So anyway, um, there's these two Russian guys. I've forgotten their names now, but not important. But I've heard about these guys doing this sort of thing oh, before. Oh, okay. They prank people. They manage to get the phone numbers of really well-known people. Yeah, yeah. And then they pretend to be somebody else, and they get them talking. They record the phone call. I right? haven't had their phone call yet. No, no. I'm waiting for it. Well, that's because you're private on everything. Because, I'm public on everything. Because if they, they do ring me up, I can 100% guarantee they're going to sound Indian. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they're Russian. And that was the thing, because um, I heard this on the BBC um, Global News podcast, and they were. she goes, I listened to the tape. It does sound like Prince Harry, because that's the other thing. No, you don't you call know Harry if it's now. true or not. Oh, yeah, Just yeah, Harry. Harry. does sound like Harry. Um, oh, so you don't know if it's both ways? Yeah. Like, but, you don't know how legit it was? Well, no, she doesn't know if he's. they've made up. Somebody's doing the voice acting, yeah, 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 right? yeah. whether it's really Prince Harry. Oh, okay. And, and the, um, the palace, Buckingham Palace, has made no statement, yes or no. So oh, they haven't yeah, said yeah, anything, yeah. right? Uh, okay. But it could be. Yeah, yeah. She goes, but I did think that, so it's Greta Thunberg and her dad was on the yeah, phone. Yeah, okay. Uh, he, she said, well, to me, they were pretty obvious Russian accents. <laughs> oh, really? Have you heard it? Oh, no, no, I didn't, oh. I didn't play it. I didn't play it. Oh, Because it's been printed have. in the news over there. It was yeah. like News of the World or one of those stupid papers over there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so these guys – but the, what gets me is these guys are making their living, yeah, I yeah, guess, living. just doing these prank calls, which just are bad. Like, they're bad for everybody on every level. It's not doing Greta Thunberg any good. It's not doing Harry any good. It's not doing anybody any good except the sleazy newspaper people that sell those sleazy newspapers. But, but if they can make money from it, this is what people do. Anyway. I, anyway. I, I was just I just wanted to see what you think because I thought that was pretty rough. Oh, yeah. I, I don't have a lot. They're, they're pretty low on my um, hierarchy of cool people. They're oh, okay. well low. Okay. Not as bad as Nigerian scammers, uh, but, but pretty low. They're pretty low. Uh, that brings us to the end of the podcast, Chris. Already. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I am going to get out of this chair. I actually might have to use that inversion table. This is AKA the rack and uh, stretch out my spine because I've been hiffing boxes around all day for four it's days. It's the same old story. Old Chris age. is old. <laughs> That's right. Doesn't Me- matter which way he packages it. <laughs> Chris is old. <laughs> Pretty much. Old and sore, but I'll be fine. I've got wine. He'll be fine. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Uh, Until then, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. By the way, the inversion table, have you ever drunk while you're on there? Can I use a straw and wine while I'm upside down? Will that work? No. Okay. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.